it's Brandi Taylor. Welcome to the Business Beauty Network Podcast, where business meets beauty. It's not just lipstick, it's business. We will share thought-provoking conversations with business and beauty professionals. Our goal is to empower, motivate, and inspire you to take your business to the next level. This episode is sponsored by AAA Superior Staffing. Staffing at its best. Visit our website at AAASuperiorStaffing.com. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. I am super excited to share today's interview with you. I had the pleasure in interviewing Tony James Martin. She's the CEO of AAA Superior Staffing and her mother, Marty K. Johnson. She is the vice president of AAA Superior Staffing, a mom and daughter duo. I had an awesome time chatting with these ladies, and Tony shared a lot of nuggets with us. She talked about her journey to entrepreneurship and how it took her five years to get established as a business owner and some of the trials and things that happened during that process. And she's learned a lot along the way. And she has decided to take what she has learned and she's created an event. And this event is the Untold Entrepreneur Secrets. And so she's actually providing secrets for entrepreneurs to avoid some of the pitfalls that she went through starting her company. And we had a great time just chatting and learning more about multiple streams of income and her business and the event. I think you're really going to enjoy the interview. And here it goes. Hey, welcome to the podcast. It's your host, Brandy Taylor, and we have two awesome guests today. We have Tony James Martin and Marty K. Johnson. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm super excited to talk to you ladies today. Yes, we are excited as well. Great, great, great. Thanks so much for being on. So let's start with you, Tony. So Tony, tell us something about yourself that most people would not know. Most people wouldn't know that I actually enjoy um, riding dirt bikes and four-wheelers in the country. Grandfather had um, land in uh, Smith Creek. Awesome, awesome. So you're like a tomboy at heart? You like to get a little dirty with some dirt? Yeah, (laughs) sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, awesome. Do you do that with your kids as well? Yes, actually. Well, not my daughters uh, yet, but my son. Awesome, awesome. Great. So Marty, tell us something about you. Well, most people would know by the way I dress primarily that I really like to get dirty with working on cars, old school cars, Chevys, more Chevys than anything else. <laughs> awesome. So are you like into the dream cruise and stuff like that? Oh, I love, oh my God, I love all the throwbacks, all the classics. That's just, yeah, that's me at heart. Yes, definitely. That's cool. Beyond driving, I wouldn't know much to do with a car, but <laughs> but yeah, that's really cool, lady. So thanks for sharing that. So Marty, tell us a little bit about yourself and um, your business. Um, AAA Superior Staffing. We actually have started in Bloomfield Hills um, last 2019. We kind of worked um, maybe the last three to four years to get the business up and running. Um, we've been there a year now. Yay! Awesome. We're excited. Um, I have over 38 years in the um, office arena as far as professional working in the administrative uh, positions. Um, 
as far as program coordinating. And so I've done quite a bit as far as background, as far as staffing. So that's what I, it's, it's a real easy fit for us to have gone into professional staffing simply because it's like, um, it's like a, um, a common shoe. I wear it every day. So it's, it's really easy. Yeah. Okay, great. And Tony, tell us a little bit about your background in business. Um, I've been in the staffing industry for over 12 years now. Um, been in building a business, like Marty said, uh, three to five years, four, yeah, three to five years. Um, always wanted to uh, be an entrepreneur, entrepreneur at heart. Um, so this was something that I knew I wanted to do. I wanted to, I love staffing. And uh, the reason why I chose to niche for professional staffing, um, there is a low, low uh, turnover um, and people actually want to come to work and, you know, do their job. And I want to make sure that I'm, um, providing uh, people with uh, positions, um, career, not just positions, but career paths um, and not just, you know, job placements, but actually helping them to be able to help their family as well. Um, so that's what um, my background in, in business. Great. Now with AAA staffing, what are some of the services that you offer? We offer professional staffing. Um, like I said before, we primarily focus on direct hire placements. Um, when I say direct, uh, we would actually our clients we our clients would tell us what they're looking for, and they would actually we'll find the candidate. We'll do the screening process, but the candidate once they interview, they would actually be um, their employee and not ours. Um, so that's direct hire placement, and those are more for the uh, higher end roles like um, VPs, um, executive um, uh, executive account managers, um, even uh, some HR managers as well. And then we also do. Uh, in-house, which will be our employees, HR managers, HR uh, journalists, as well as customer service reps. And we're now getting into IT specialists and then uh, the, uh, the overall general office clerical um, positions as well. Great, great. So on a professional side and clerical side of things. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. And so you do, so you worked in staffing for a while before you decided to go into it yourself, correct? Okay, great. Well, uh, so tell us uh, your path to getting where you are today. Just share a little bit of your uh, story. Um, I actually realized um, when I had my first opportunity working for um, the first staffing company I worked for, they showed me a lot. I learned a lot. I uh, was doing a lot within staffing and I kind of, within my fourth year working for them, I found that um, this is probably something that I wanted to do um, to build my own. And it actually sparked um, when I actually applied to become a branch manager when I was doing all of the work. And they turned me down and said I, I wasn't qualified. So I uh, actually I went home and I complained to my mom about it um, just real briefly. And uh, she said that, um, and I said, you know what, mom, I'm going to create my own. Um, you know, they don't want to, you know, allow me the opportunity. I'm just going to create my own. And at that time, I, you know, you kind of, I thought that I wanted to do it, um, but I wasn't like really confident in it, but that seed stuck in me. Like when I said that, you know, your words are powerful and you create your, your now. So uh, when I said that it was planted in me and uh, I went on and I moved along to another company and then it, it constantly came back and said, you said you were going to do your own business was holding you back. And it was me holding myself back. So I, um, 2015 is when I finally decided to take the steps, do the research um, start planning. And I told my mom, I'm just, I'm going to go ahead and do it. And she, and I was like, mom, but it's a lot. And I was kind of fearful because it wasn't a lot of things, um, in place, um, far as, um, how much you'll need. They weren't really giving you a lot of numbers and, 
um, I'm a licensed real estate agent and I, I became a real estate agent um, at the age of 23. I'm now 33 laughing because it didn't work out for me. So I'm naturally an entrepreneur at heart. So what she said, and I was like, well, mom, it's not like it was a real estate. Everything was kind of there with the books and things like that for us to, to guide you through almost. Um, but with staffing, it's, there is no guide. It's almost like a closed industry. Um, and they don't want you to get in because it is a billion, billion dollar industry in staffing. There's so much money to be made in staffing. Um, but just taking my time, it took me up until 2018 when I got my license, um, the end of 2018 when I got my license in July. Um, and then it was just, a, it's a lot of back work before I was even able to get, you know, get my foot started, like getting everything legalized, getting the licensing and things like that. Um, fell in the test uh, six times before I passed. It took me, I passed my test on my seven times. Um, so it was a big process and it was like, if you're not um, strong and if you're not, um, if you don't have the courage and um, that go-getter mentality and self-motivated, you probably wouldn't succeed in um, this particular industry or anything that you want to do become open in a business because there's so many obstacles and things you have to face before you even see any type of profit. Um, so I would just, I would say that it, it was, it was a long journey, but it was a great journey. Um, and I did get um, sometimes frustrated and was like, they don't want to help. I would call and complain. I was actually had the state of Michigan change up the process. Um, and the guys, yes. it was outdated and they were like, I'm like, this is not right. Like you're setting us up for failure. You have to pay every time you take this test. And um, anyways, I was happy that they were able, they actually revised the test and everything. And I believe it was based on me calling, complaining. Um, but I, God uh, showed me with uh, the seventh, and this is kind of like my testimony that I share with a lot of people, um, that the number seven reps, represents completion. And I couldn't understand why he allowed me I'm like, God, why do you keep allowing me to like feel like it's not, it wasn't him at the time, but it was just me in my own head. And um, he was saying that the reason why, Tony, I made you go through it, I wanted you to know that nothing is given to you easy. You have to work for it. And I wanted to know how bad did you want it? How bad did you really, you know, you said you talked a good game. You said you wanted this business, but how, how bad did you want it? How, how, how much were you willing to fight for it? Were you going to stay in? And we hear the story of people that are successful and that, um, that they had to, you know, go through different trials and things like that. But I didn't know God, I didn't want that. I didn't want to have to go through different trials. I was, you know, I was telling right. God, I don't, God, of us do. <laughs> I don't want that, you know, um, I wanted, the, I wanted the easy way. And oh, yeah. like, he was really going to give it to me that way. But uh, the number of seven represents completion. And I was completed and I did what I was faithful and I did my studies. I, I show, I studied to show myself approved. And that's when he allowed me to pass the test. Awesome. Um, you know why don't tell me? Cause it's not about you. Yeah. Like, um, what I realize is, is a lot of times, you know, God will allow us to go through things, not necessarily for us, but so that we can help other people so that through our experience, we could be a blessing to others. So a lot of times it's not necessarily about us, but our story, just simply people hearing you share that you had to go through all of that. It, it wasn't you know, overnight success. It was, it was hard. You had to take the test several times. It took you researching and learning. There wasn't a lot of things provided for you, but you still persevere and did it and they can do it too. So I think yes. that's part of it. What it is, is not about us. And sometimes we have to go through so that we can set the example for others. Yes. 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 
And so, Marty, you were a great support to her. So tell us about, you know, I know that must have been uh, difficult for you as well as a mother, seeing your daughter struggle and trying to get this business together. And But you've been supportive to her. So just kind of share your story behind it. Well, you know, I, I think primarily when you know as a, a parent, you kind of know what's in your child. So this is a kid who had a day planner. This is back in the early 80s, had a day planner. I think she was like, five or whatever, late eight, yeah, five or six, and she had a day planner. I mean, and they were expensive back then, but she wanted a day planner because she wanted to plan out her day. And so even then I kind of tried to culture that. And it was a little rough seeing her because she, whatever she puts her mind to, she likes to excel. And whenever something is challenging for her, she's going to fight. One thing I know she is, is she, she has a resilience. So I knew that um, her ability to be resilient, it was, there and so I was like, whatever you do, you know, mom's there for you. Mom and dad, we're here for you. We're, you know, we're uh, going to support you. But we know that a lot of things she had to learn with that was her own life lessons that she had to learn. But we were always there to make sure that we stood by her and say, hey, you can do it. As a matter of fact, I took on to be her study buddy. Yeah, and then I, I, I heard study buddy, and that's probably why I passed the first time right. on the first because I was her study buddy, and I knew everything because I, I and it was so funny because she was like, "You did not go in there and pass the first time." I said, "Well, it can be done, baby. It's in you." I said, "I know what you're made of," but it was it was a little rough, but it was I seen the growth and the development, and like you said, it is not primarily for ourselves. It's not even about us. It's about those who we actually have in our loins who we're going to teach, instruct, and be an example for. So that's, it was pretty, it was, it was, it was a different kind of journey, yeah. but it was, it was all right. <laughs> but you have a, do you have an HR background, Marty? No, actually, I've been very blessed. That's what's, um, I, my mom was in HR. Okay. Went to, my first job was when she was at her desk when I was 13, but she took me there ever since I was three or five years old. So I, I was always in the office. I've always been gifted, um, blessed, excuse me, by God to be able to get in positions that I know that I did not have degrees for, but I've always been excelled in it. And because I excelled, they primarily hired me for something else. So I was that, and to that, I know, like you said, it's not about us, it's, you know, but I've done it for over 38 years. Wow. Awesome. Awesome. So, um, Tony, tell us a little bit about, uh, you talked about the fact that you have a real estate license and I know that you do multiple things. So let's discuss the importance of having multiple streams of income. Yes. So the, I would say the most important thing about having, um, multiple streams of income, um, when you're, you have to project, there's a slowdown in a, a lot of career paths that you choose. Um, if you're if you're an entrepreneur, I'm speaking wrong, not if you're uh, working a job, but there's always a slowdown as a period. So you have to project um, when you're um, at your high peaks and uh, yes. your different, um, you know, businesses. Me doing staffing and me having my real estate license and me um, having my own interior decorating business, it allows me to um, have my uh, business capital and my personal uh, funds um, I'm sorry, personal finances are able to sustain. Um, so when one business is down, for instance, staffing, uh, our down, our downtime is typically 
uh, November to December, they're not doing uh, direct hires around that time or bringing new people in because they're closing their books, you know, wrapping up holidays and things like that. My interior decorating business picks up around the fall, the fall, late summer, when people want to get their house, you know, their homes decorated and looking nice and pretty, they're going to be, you know, you're pretty much going to be in your house around that time. You're not going to be um, on vacation and you want to make sure that your house is cozy when you're having family gatherings, things like that. Um, and then also uh, for real estate, there's a, there's a downtime as well. Um, in the wintertime, you know, people don't want to sell their homes around that time. They don't want you coming in and out, you know, with the snow and um, tracking, things like that. So I would say it's very important. It keeps you, you're able to sustain yourself when things, um, tend to, you know, they, they kind of like things kind of go slow. So it's, it's always up and down, but it's just a balance that I think that if you have uh, several things going on, yes. you're never um, going to lack, uh, you know, uh, finances to say. So I think that's very, very important. Yeah, I agree. And then also like pro projecting, if you know, Sometimes, even if you you only have one business, a great thing would be to prepare. So like, for instance, I'm in the beauty industry. So if you know it's slower in the winter months, mm -hmm. then you need to, you know, maybe when it's really busy, put aside funds. Exactly. Allocate. Yes. yes. Times, a lot of people don't do that as well. Yes. Multiple yes. streams is great. You you know you could definitely um, create other streams of income, but then also being properly prepared for the slow season, season and having um, funds put aside so that you can operate during the slow season. Absolutely. And I'm glad you spoke on that because that's something that uh, we are going to touch in our um, the untold secrets uh, for entrepreneurs to making sure that they are you know, saving, we're cutting back on uh, spending to make sure that you, because people say, you know, I don't make enough or we're not making enough. You, there, there is enough. You just have to cut back on a lot and you can see a lot of the money that you say you don't have. You will actually see if you cut back on things that we think we need to have and it's not a need, it's just a want. So you're absolutely right about that. So is it, a, is it great? Is that a great time to cut back is during the slow season you think to try to like really cut costs, your overall running operations costs and things of that nature? Absolutely. And I think you yeah. should be doing it even before that you should be cutting costs. Yes. You shouldn't be, especially when you're first five, five to seven years in business, you should not be um, overspending uh, because you don't know what's ahead and you want to make sure that you're prepared for anything that like the crash that happened in real estate back in 2009. A lot of real estate agents were not prepared for that crash. You want to make sure that you're prepared because you don't know what the future may bring. So if you, save and you budget properly, you can yeah. safeguard yourself in the long run. Great, great. I could definitely see that. So um, what is some advice you would give someone who's looking to get into entrepreneurship? I would say um, first, make sure of something that you really want to do. And I would say uh, you must have a why. Why are you doing this? Because the why is going to save you in the long run. Um, and then also one more thing I would give them um, that they must um, be willing to work one or two jobs um, besides their business. Okay. Now explain that. Why do you say that? I would say that just because um, we, we tend to see, think that, you know, you get in business, you have a grand opening, um, all these, all these <laughs> clients and customers are going to come. You're going to make so much money. That's not the case. You're not going to see money um, unless you're, you're taking a loan out and you still have to pay that loan back. They want their money back within like the first 90, 90 days. Um, you're not going to see money from your business, uh, I would say, profitable uh, right. within the first of two years. 
So you want to make sure that you, um, you don't take away from your personal finances to run your business, you know, your business. So you have to do, you have to work harder. The average person, um, is the average person because they're not doing more. If you're an entrepreneur, you're going to have to grind three times as harder or five times as harder as a regular average person to make sure your business succeeds. Yes, it's not, it's not talked about it. It's not the norm for the entrepreneurs, but I believe it's one of the secrets that you have to do this. I'm not saying it's long-term, but you want to make sure that you have that. So the money that you're doing, I mean, the, the second job or the one or two jobs that you're picking up, um, it doesn't have to be two. I'm just saying, um, you want to make sure that money is actually just going into savings. So you have that money to take care of your business yes. for your capital. Triple A Superior Staffing presents the Untold Entrepreneur Secrets 2020. This event is for you if you're currently planning, desiring, and committed to starting your own business. If you want to create lasting wealth, you also need a clear layout understanding the system. Learn what experts have known for years and are quietly making money. Investing in yourself and into your business in order to succeed. The speakers are Tony James Martin, CEO of AAA Superior Staffing, Shalimar Garant of Doors of Success Foundation, Marty K. Johnson of AAA Superior Staffing. This event will take place Saturday, January 18th, 2020 at the Holiday Inn Express and Suites on 15 Mile Road in Sterling Heights, Michigan. Doors open at 8.30 a.m. And you can get your tickets on eventbrite.com or call 586-229-3138 or 586-443-8530. Yeah, you know, one thing, Tony, I, I like that you pointed that out. A lot of people don't say that necessarily, you know. <laughs> and being transparent as an entrepreneur myself, um, you know, operating in a beauty business and everything and, um, you know, having you know, slow seasons, or maybe I like, I started making changes within my business. And so when you make changes, sometimes, you know, it takes time to like rebuild your clientele back up and different things like that. And, um, I had to do some freelance work. And sometimes, honestly, I would feel almost embarrassed because I'm known as this particular business owner for running business and doing events, but then I'm doing freelance work and people are like, well, why are you doing this? But I like that you say that because I'm no longer, you know, worried about what people think because it's a part of my multiple streams is what I tell people. This is a part of my multiple streams of income. And this is something that I do to, you know, to sustain and it could keep my business going. Yes, exactly. yes, exactly. Yes. Yeah. And you can't have that kind of, you can't be that kind of person that is concerned about the people who are really not taking care of you. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. And, you, exactly. and then having those allocations, having that extra job, um, working, um, having, taking freelance, being able to have that, that's money allocated for your, it's um, for your capital. That way you don't have to beg the bank. This is another secret. You don't have to, if you create your own capital, you are not begging the bank or credit union or anyone else for a loan where you're under such restraint and you have it yourself. Instead of asking for capital, be your capital. So that's what we're doing. Oh, oh, that's a tweetable right there, Marty. Yes. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so instead of asking for capital, be your capital. Exactly. Yes, yes. And that's what we, that's one of the things that we, we're pouring into her as well as she 
learning and understanding that this is what it is about. We're not, we're in this to win it. We, we're not quitters. We have the uh, ability and the agility to be able to make sure that whatever it is that we want, we have to be willing to work at it. And that's the balance in life too, as far as health, taking care of our health, taking care of our, our mindset, having God first, that Absolutely. is the first and the primary. Awesome, awesome. So you 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 tapped into your uh, event, the Untold Entrepreneur Secrets 2020. So tell us what people can expect from the event. Um, well, I gave I did, we give away quite a few secrets. Um, well, what they can expect, they're going to walk away with a lot of knowledge um, from. You know, it's almost like a real recognize real almost like that i know it's not it's not normally professional but it is because it's like they're going to get the the real from us the our blood sweat and tears into the, the grinding for the last five years um the mistakes we made and the proof you know that and we're not selling them a program we're not saying that uh you know you pay this amount of money and you're going to be successful no this these are the secrets but you have to put in the work so we're giving you this information but if you don't work it it's not going to work for you so you have to do it um but they're going to get everything they're getting the raw we're giving them the truth um but they are going to have to take the take the information and implement and actually have to put it to work and then they'll see the fruits of their labor great great so who is this event for it's for anyone that's looking to become an entrepreneur anyone that's currently an entrepreneur that needs that they feel that they're stuck um and they want to um rebrand their self um rework the plan it's for um like, yeah, so it's for, it's just it's for entrepreneurs, anyone that wants to become an entrepreneur, um, anyone that's stuck in their entrepreneur business and they have uh, their, they, they need advice, they're, you know, they want to know, like, you know, they have questions. So it's, it's only for entrepreneurs or anyone that wants to become an entrepreneur. Um, that's it. Great, great. And Marty, share, can you share some of the uh, details, like the location and everything? And where they can find it. Absolutely. It's located in the beautiful city. Um, uh, it's in the metro Detroit area in um, Sterling Heights at the uh, Holiday Inn um, on 15 Mile near Van Dyke. It's one of the newer ones. It's been built maybe in the last two years, but it, as a wonderful facility, it had, we're going to lay it out for our, you know, for our clients. They're going to have an experience. The participants will know when I say that they've been there, like Tony said, there is no program we're selling. We're not selling a program, then upsell the next program to the next. And before you know it, they're buying our idea and not working their own, you know, uh, um, yeah. or their own dream, their own vision, whatever they have. But um, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be 830 is the uh, registration for the executive team, the executive participants. They come in at 830. Um, there for the limited scene that is not until 1115 where they register but it's going to be there is from 830 till 2 but the again the limited seating is from 1115 they register um, and the executive the, the executive team uh, participants excuse me they'll be there at 830 and we serve them breakfast and they have a lot of the like we said we're going to give them the keys the nuts the bolts um, the transparency and everything to work with so yeah great and what was the date again january 18 uh 2020 2020 okay awesome awesome 
So I think that is absolutely great. So I make sure I have um, all the information for the Untold Entrepreneur Secrets and the show notes and, um, and as well as all the information on how they can reach you and find you out about your businesses. But what I'm curious in knowing is what is it like? So your mom and daughter, and I know, Tony, you started this business and you wanted your mom to come in because you, you saw the value that she could add to your company. So kind of um, share uh, from both perspectives what it's like for you two to be in business together? I think it's uh, it's awesome because I have someone that I know that has my best interest at heart that I can trust. Um, and she's also my mom as well. So we we have a great working relationship. Like there's, um, there's never been a question about, um, you know, like me being disrespectful or, you know, her being um, intimidated by me being, you know, me being the president of the company. It's just like, it was just such a good connection. Like we, we work together well. Um, I just think it's awesome that in then people be, being able to see that you can work with your mom or you can work with your family. Families so can build yes. uh, together. And I think that that's, I just think that's yes. a great thing. That's why I chose my mom. And in my stuff, I think it, it's easy because I know that she, I have a, a real, I mean, a, a stringent work ethic. I love, I like to get things done. I, and she is, she actually, um, she fosters that. So it makes it easy because you have to, anytime you're going to be an entrepreneur, entrepreneur is not for everyone because if in fact, if anything needs to be done, you're going to be the one who has to get it done. There's no, you don't have anybody, you're going to get it done. So with her having that ability, that strength, that strong work ethic, um, consistency, uh, endurance, when it, it don't look good, when it looks murky and you have to go and she has that. And so that's why I was willing to link up with her because I know that she's going to work as hard as myself to make sure that this is a, a level of success that we just, I mean, we, we celebrating all the little things, but it's been one year and we've been afloat and it's been good. And so we um, collaborated with others and, and um, engaged with a lot of, you know, every class, every opportunity that we've had, whether it's out of state, locally, we've been able to do it together and work together. And two heads are better than one, Absolutely. always. Awesome. So what would you say is the best part of running your own business? I would say the flexibility um, with your family, uh, with my kids. I, I used to remember um, drop, not being able to take them to school or pick them up. Um, and I think that was like a major thing, being able to have the flexibility uh, to be able to be with your family. Great, great. To our community, we're able to give and, um, you know, and support uh, places that are matters of our heart, like the homeless shelter downtown Detroit with our uh, Detroit Phoenix, with the youth, the young youth there. We, it's a real matter of our heart. And it's, you know, we want to be able to, to give like we, and you can only give if you have. So. Right. So what would you say has been the most difficult part? Um, I would say in the uh, most difficult part, uh, would not seeing uh, finances as quickly as you thought in the beginning before um, being knowledgeable and working your plan and figuring out different strategies, um, um, learning how to budget and save and make sure that you're able to, uh, you know, upstand both your uh, business finances as well as your personal finances as well. So I would say that was um, one of the hardest things, but we overcame that. Yeah. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. Um, 
you know, people think everyone thinks they want to be the boss or they want to be an entrepreneur. <laughs> but I'm You're telling right. you, there's so many times where I've, you know, wanted to quit or was saying it'd be easier just to get a job. There's so many different things. And, you know, you go through periods sometimes where you have a lot coming in and then you go through periods where you don't. And learning how to balance that can be difficult at first. Yes, yes. Yes, and especially when you're used to this, like having a consistent flow. Absolutely, absolutely. Right. Automatic deposit, you're like I right. know that's there. But now we're waiting on invoices, so it, it's a little different. But like I said, we what we did is lay out a strategic plan, and that's some of the things that they're going to learn as well. Strategic plans on how to lay out, how to allocate, how to make sure that they're ready for the weather and they're able to weather storms. So. It's going to be very, they're going to walk out, not with just an experience, but tools, like I said before, and keys to be able to be successful in their entrepreneurship. Great, great. So we talked a little bit about capital, and I know you feel like you should fund your own capital and everything, but how do you feel about, uh, you know, business loans or, you know, doing capital loans and things of that nature? We actually put up twenty thousand dollars of our own money, so I believe that you need to be your first cap. You need to be your first, first cap investor. Your first investor. First sorry. investor. So I don't. I mean, it's okay. I mean, if people want to do that, I think that's okay for them. But for me, in my experience, I would say no because you have to. You're actually still going to be putting yourself back in debt um, and working to pay that off, and you know, it just the stress comes up, is not worth it. <laughs> so, and it, it does depend on busy business you're in, but I would say um, be your first investor. Um, and if you absolutely need it, let that be like the last thing, your last resort to get along. Okay, that's interesting. I, I like your perspective on it. Um, I can appreciate it. I hear like different, um, you know, perspectives on that. But I can see why you would say that, especially because a lot of times I feel like people they feel like they think they need capital, but they don't necessarily need it. And then they take these loans and get themselves in different binds and everything. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've seen that's that. A, yeah. That's a stress factor that nobody wants. Nobody wants the stress factor of owing someone and you can't repay. Now, as, as Tony said, that it, it's certainly an option. You want to utilize your credit union. You want to utilize your banking system, but you have to let it work in your favor. Let your money, let them um, be able to give you the, the best APR. I mean, you want, you know, the best ROI. You want to make sure that your, you know, your return on your investment is best. So you don't want to put yourself out there and get stuck in a, in a uh, loan that you're not working really hard to pay for and unhappy during the process. So. <laughs> right. Right. Well, great, great. Well, it's been absolutely great having you ladies on the podcast. I want to ask you the final questions that I love to ask everybody, and both of you can answer them. So my first one would be, how do you define success? Um, I define success, and my uh, definition may be a little bit different from people, but mine would be success is leaving a legacy. Um, I believe that you're not successful if you uh, leave and you leave uh, your your family or whoever you know that is your inheritance. You leave them nothing, nothing to follow. And, see, and legacy doesn't mean it has to be finance, finances or financial, yes. um, but it must be something that I leave behind. That I leave them a, a tool, a blueprint, a path to follow, a guide, so they don't have to go through the things that I. It, what's the point of me going through all of this? And you know, and I don't leave something behind for my children to follow, so they don't have to go through the same, you know, the same things that I went through. So I believe leaving a legacy is something um, is would be successful to me and people. 
what do they say about me when I'm gone? Um, did I did I leave a mark? What did I you know did I complete my purpose? Because um, you're not truly successful until you're able to um, help someone else, and um, and that's us being not being selfish. So we're not looking at successful as like oh I have you know this big house, I have this nice car, and things like that. But no, what did I do for other people? Did I did I help people or was I um, uh, you know a burden so uh, that's my short definition of uh, success and my definition of success is to make or empower someone else to be great that simple if i can empower someone else to be great then i have been successful awesome so how do you ladies stay motivated motivated uh my why i keep my why in front of me and why i'm doing it um and then my why has got me through some really dark dark, um, heavy times when I wanted to give up and quit and say, even after passing the test and starting everything and not seeing the finances come in, my why kept me going, kept me motivated and said, no, you're going to, you're not going to give up. You came too far. Um, it's almost like you're halfway at the finish line when you're over halfway, you're three fourths of the finish line and you want to quit, but you're so close to obtaining what you worked so hard for. Um, and that, that why just is always right there in front of me and it keeps me going and celebrating all the wins all the little wins everything that you accomplish celebrate it make it celebratory because that way you have uh you strive to you know to look for another small win because it's a lot of the small wins accumulated that makes you have the big win so i love it i was reminded to do that um more recently because i think so many times as entrepreneurs you can be you're shooting for something so big Mm -hmm. And you're going to wait till you get to this big level to celebrate. Place, but to we forget to celebrate along the way. Like, yeah. okay, you made it to this point. You got this far. You've been in business this long. You've done this. You've done that. And, um, and then it makes it harder because we feel like we haven't accomplished anything because we haven't celebrated the small wins. So, Marty, I love that. So, tell me, what's either your favorite book or currently what book you're reading right now? I'm currently reading 38 Cents by um, Jalen Legrand. He's yes. from Detroit. Um, he started his first business with 38 Cents, and it was a, he's an entrepreneur, very successful entrepreneur, um, and it was very interesting. He told a story um, behind um, everything, and I think it's a great read. Um, it's available on Amazon, and I believe it's also in Barnes & Noble. Great, great. Well, share the link with me with you, when you can, and I'll add that to the show notes, Tony. Okay, yeah, um, it's actually called The Color of Law. And I don't know the author right off, but I, it is, when I say, it helps you understand the banking industry and helps you understand exactly um, the, uh, the mechanism and how you are to, how it's been separated. So um, some people were set, a set of people were set up to actually fail. And so I always want to know the ins and outs of, of that um, financing because I, I'm into making sure that every audit is excellent. <laughs> awesome. And my last question will be, I always, because I, I focus on business and I um, entrepreneurs and beautypreneurs, I always love to uh, find out like your favorite tool that you use to operate in business. My favorite tool will be payroll mate. Um, <laughs> How we process payroll. <laughs> You're so funny. Everybody's always it's always something to do with pay. Oh, PayPal or Square. Everybody always has like <laughs> something, but yeah. <laughs> Mine's is called Pro Prove It. It's the it's the uh, the link that we send to 
uh, our future clients that would, um, to, you know, to prove what they have knowledge of. It's easy. That way I don't have to do all the paper and a lot of paperwork. It's just send you the link, send it back to me. We're good. Prove it. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Great, great. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Thank you. You're welcome. And um, so really quick, Tony, just give us like a couple links. I'll make sure all your uh, information is in the show notes. But let us know how we can find you online. And you can find me on uh, Facebook, social, uh, Facebook, Instagram. It's Tony James Martin. Um, and then uh, website is www.aaasuperiorstaffing.com. Awesome. And Marty, how can we find you? It's Marty K. Johnson on all handles. Um, Marty K. is spelled out K-A-Y, but it's Marty, M-A-R-T-Y, K-A-Y, common spelling Johnson, and every handle is that. All right. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, ladies. I just want to wish you the very best and a successful event on January 18th and continued success with your business and endeavors. Thank you, thank so, you much. so much. Thank you so thank much for you. having us. Stay warm. <laughs> thank you. Well, that's, that's all we have for you today. We had a great interview with Marty and Tony. And um, make sure you ch check out everything in the show notes. And we are out. Thanks for tuning in to the Business Beauty Network podcast. Please subscribe and support our podcast. Please share it. Share it with your friends and family. Also connect with us. We want to hear from you. Leave us comments. Let us know what you're enjoying about the podcast. Also email us at bbnetworkpodcast at gmail.com. You can also connect with me on Instagram at I am Brandy Taylor and at Exquisite Looks. We're also on Facebook and Twitter at Exquisite Looks. And you can check out my website at ExquisiteLooks.com. I really hope to hear from you and connect with you soon. Remember that all things are possible if you only believe. Stay great. <laughs>